I don't know what it was. He's walking upright like a man. Sightings in and around Vermont. Bigfoot sightings across New England have been reported. Red glowing eyes, about seven feet tall. Red eyes, big old fangs, claws coming out through. Three inches long, you know, just sharp as they could be. There has been another UFO sighting flying over the Royal Botanic Gardens. There are 500 UFO sightings in the world every month. The truth is out there. Remember when we used to, um, we used to not, like, say when we were recording, we both just start recording, and then, like, we'd be like, all right, let's sync. Oh, yeah. yeah like, that was a thing we did. Front. Yeah. 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 For, for longer than I care to admit. <laughs> There's, now we're professionals. And actually, talking about professional, um, this episode is one that I fucked up on because I upgraded my computer and didn't change like reset my recording frequency to what we usually use and then we just lost the episode we didn't lose it but we couldn't we had two different sample rates on yeah. our, our audio files wait well, this was the one no this was the one where you, i thought this was the one where you recorded yourself oh sh- you, yeah professional this yeah. i think you're right this is the one where i instead of recording my audio was recording your audio so i had two yes. john tracks this is this is the vagina one the vagina right. one, yeah. Okay, or rather, yeah. the vagina. The my phone auto completed it to Virginia when I tried to text you, which which uh, file to look at. Interesting. It's oh, a, did you text me? I I haven't. I actually spelled it right because I caught it and had in 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 corrected it. But my phone uh, auto completed it to Virginia, and it's like, no, I spelt what I spelt on purpose. Phone, I don't make typos. Uh, yeah. So that's what we did. Oh, I was um, I was at my my um, in-laws' house because I, I take care of their um, I do the nail trimming for their pets, and so I show up and my father-in-law is playing Kenny G to the dog, and um, well, they're just like on a saxophone, an amplified saxophone, which is great because like you're at home, mm-hmm. not your, but even though he's just at home not performing anywhere, like he still had it mic'd up playing out of a monitor. <laughs> Why? I mean, he has fun. I mean, I, he, <laughs> that's it. He, he is fun. Okay. It, it, I mean, it it just sounds like an older version of you to me sometimes. He kind of is, it. right? I have an acoustic guitar right right over here, and a nice ovation. I yeah. still plug into my uh, a fucking forty watt amp into a four by twelve sometimes when I'm just at home because it's just fun to do sometimes. Um, I I did their pet snails or whatever, and I'm playing with their their new puppy. And um, it uh, um, Apollo. So he he's a, he's four months old. He's now about the size of um, he's as big or maybe a little bigger than than Shadow, like adult Shadow, like my dog Shadow. Yeah. How At old is he? Four months. Jesus. So I, I'm playing, you know, wrestling with the puppy a little bit, and I do how I play with dogs. Like I'll put my finger, like my knuckle in their mouth, and let them bite, and I'll like ah, like I got your jaw, and we're, we're playing. And mm-hmm. we're playing, but I forgot he's a puppy because of how big he was. Yeah, and so I, I like you know through the course of play, like his lips came up a little bit, and mm-hmm. I was like, mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, this dog could just met because he's got puppy teeth. Yeah, he's a like 
a huge like adult dog size, but with like the little you know how the puppies have like those fucking yeah needle the little teeth? razors. Yeah, he's got fucking needle teeth, and it's like Jesus, he never hurt. Like I was squeezing his mouth harder than he was like you could barely feel the teeth on your fingers, but I was like Jesus, nightmares. I was like, what the f- like the fucking vampire fang fucking that mm-hmm. dog. It is super gentle, would never like hurt any, but like the only way it would ever hurt someone is like if it's playing like fetch and accidentally like you know bumps into your leg and shatters your femur or something. But he would never bite anybody, <laughs> accidentally shatters your femur, but you know, he would never bite anyone. Yeah, I think he's gonna be big too because I was looking up um, the, the the Kane Corso's um, average day of birth charts and he's been. He his physically the dog is has been trending one month older than its age, meaning that at four months old, he's the same weight as a five month old King Corso on like the upper end, and we know his birth his true age because um they got it through one of my father in law's friends who breeds the dog, so it's not like they're estimating okay. the age; they know the I, real age. And I, he's, I was about to say he's like ten pounds heavier than he should be. <laughs> Huh. <laughs> so he's gonna be a big, fe- big little fella. Wow, they have a pretty long life life expectancy for a large dog. Yeah, they they uh, they they live long enough, and they get bi- big enough where everyone was kind of like, "You retired? Why? T- <laughs> Why did you get buy a bear as a pet?" <laughs> I mean. It's the, it's just, it's just, you know, the flex, right? Oh, he just likes it. It sings along to the, to the saxophone. Does it? Yeah. He'll be playing some, like some, some R and B or something. And, and the dog goes like, he has fun or he hates it. Either or. Both. <laughs> both. Why not um, both? So last week I was, I was trying to describe a specific breed of dog when I, when you said, um, when you say uh, King Corso, I thought yeah. I was thinking of a different breed of dog, and I want to I want to correct the record and say what I thought was the dog, yeah. and it's a Borzoi, those like Russian Borzoi. hunting dogs. Um, oh, with like the those the they snoots, look like, um, the yeah, long the snoots. snoots. They yeah. look like a greyhound, but with like longer hair. Yeah, yeah. That was what I was thinking of. Greyhounds are fun. I played with a few greyhounds in in, in my day. I'm just happy I have a relative with a dog now because I want to play with dogs, but I don't want to own a dog. There's so much work. There, yeah. I I I love dogs, but also I don't have a yard really. I have a alley. You, you have an alley and a hill. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's a hill. Yeah. yeah. It's like your house and then hill. <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. Uh, it's it's. Almost a condo without any of the benefits of a condo. <laughs> so yeah, um, but yeah, no, I, I had I had the two dogs at the start of COVID. Yeah, and uh, uh, you know, both of them got rehomed for a, mira- a, a myriad of reasons. For, for several reasons, yeah. <laughs> a lot of reasons. A lot of reasons happened. Um, yeah. They kept saying slurs. <laughs> yeah, the, 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 
the shepherd was the one who yeah. who had some serious problems. Oh, 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 oh gosh. It wasn't a German shepherd. No. <laughs> what other shepherds are there? Australian, like like a thousand. There's so many shepherds. Oh, uh, all right. It's like it it there, there's shepherds everywhere. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Well, because because you just if you, if a dog like moves well, if a dog animals moves sheep, then it's a sh I see. Yeah. Like. It, 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 every Scottish dog shepherd yeah all, all the dogs dog. all dog it's it's really a job title yeah it's it's less of a breed name more of a <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, exactly. it's like it's like a, a person with the last name baker yeah right exactly or it's exactly uh, the same baker reader what's gonna be crazy is like down the road that never mind i'm gonna i was gonna make a joke but it was stupid like someone having the last name of like streamer talker or something, <laughs> but that's not how names work anymore. So the, the joke is is bad, and I should feel bad about it. Talk. You know, yeah. but Brandon, the thing is, people change their names all the time. Yeah. Oh, wholly unrelated. And it, so you know, last episode how we were looking up like the v price of different ghost hunting equipment, and so my sister mm -hmm. sent me screenshots from our because we all share the same Amazon account. So I, she just. Said it was like shit, Brandon. What did you buy? Because like her, um, all her recommended things were just only ghost hunting tools, and she was like, "What the fuck did you do?" Ugh. Wait, because we were talking about it? No, because I looked it up on Amazon. Saw a couple of ghost hunting tools to see how uh, much they cost. So now yeah. Amazon's like, "Do you need dowsing rods and like ghost hunting radios and like those dot machines or whatever?" I just fucked the up answer, our, of course, is yes. Algorithm. Yes, I want them. I'm waiting for Prime Day. Um, that being said, welcome to Cryptopedia, an exploration of the myths and legends that haunt the human mind, where each week we'll take you on the journey exploring the mysteries of the world, tackling the tales of monsters, folklore, the paranormal, and that thing that definitely lives under your bed. I'm Brandon. I'm John. And uh, this week we're covering the Varg Varginha UFO, part one, part two. Because part, part one, one, V2. Two, V2, v yeah, V, yes. V2. This time you get to hear both our voices. Yes. <laughs> well, I mean, technically they never heard both our voices ever, but no. that's a whole nother thing. Uh, and as a, a quick note, I thought a documentary was coming out later this year, so I bought a book trying to like get the scoop on it before the documentary dropped to like hear mm -hmm. this episode, and then if you wanted to go on Netflix and watch the fucking doc um, after our episode aired. Um and it turns out it came out in October of last year, and uh, definitely not scooping it. <laughs> I vaguely remember that from the last time we recorded this, you telling yeah. me that story. That, vaguely. Like, I got like 10 pages in, and I was like, fuck, this doc already came out. I'm not, I thought I'd try to be cool and like beat them to it, but uh, nope. Uh, At that point, you, you just had to commit. Yeah, I committed. Well, it was an interesting kind of story. Um, and I haven't watched it, but if you want, Moment of Contact is out and available for streaming. Uh, at this time, it's only available for uh, rental purchase, or at least at the time I wrote. It's been several months. Um, in short, on January 20th, 1996, residents saw one or more creatures and a UFO, and the creatures were captured by the military. Um a creature was first sighted by three women ranging from 14 to 22 years old, sisters Lelaine, 
uh, Valguera and Fatima Silva, and their friend Katia uh, Andrade Xavier during an intense uh, rain and strong winds. A biped, so, yeah. For some reason, I thought I thought that this was the 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 weird sludge episode again. No, no, it's, cause it's not. Cause, cause it... Yeah, because because it reminded me the names reminded me of the weird sludge episode. I've, I've done like, a number of south of the border. Didn't, didn't we release that one? But no, this is this is the the <laughs> the release. <laughs> this, yeah, okay. <laughs> Oh, you just remembered the end, I see. <laughs> yeah. Um, a biped about 1.6 meters or 5 foot tall with a large head and a very thin body. Uh, with V-shaped feet, brown skin, large red eyes. It seemed to be wobbly or unsteady, and the girls assumed it was injured or sick. The Silva sisters said they fled and told their mother that they'd seen, quote, the devil, and the woman did not believe them up until she went to the area where they had allegedly seen the creature. And it smelled, uh, it had a strong smell of ammonia-like odor, um, and because they said the devil, like, I like a good old story of brimstone, but it, which is sulfur, if anyone's yeah, curious. Yeah, it's, it's ammonia, sulfur. though. It's it's piss. Yeah, it smells like piss. So, so... They smell piss, and they're like, it's the devil. Clearly, it's the devil. <laughs> the devil. In in the fourth edition King James Bible, the, you know, the devil is associated with uh, always pissing himself. Piss play. Big. Piss, big. Big into water sports, the devil. Big big into it, the devil yeah. is. Oh, Just yeah. all over. Pee into my booty, baby. I mean, you would too if you were in, if it was hot all the time. You gotta, you gotta get them liquids. Okay. Although... I assume the devil's piss is boiling hot. Maybe, or it's maybe it's like freezing, like really cool, where it'll give you like a temperature shock. Mm. Like, like mm. how you like, and you're in a hot tub, and then you jump into a swimming pool. That's fun, though. I did that. I used to do that. That that, that was fun for a little bit, and then you're like, I'm just gonna hang out. I'm gonna pick one. Well, well, it was fun going into the swimming pool, then going into the hot tub because it was warm. Yeah, it made it warmer, right? Yeah, I uh, we used to go to like a Holiday Inn type uh-huh. thing in uh, Kingston when I was younger. Yeah, and um, they had a uh, I remember three things about it. They had a hot tub. Uh huh. They had a swimming pool, and they had the four player uh, uh, Simpsons arcade machine. Oh, the best one! Yeah, the best one. Oh, I want that. If I get money, I'm gonna get that and put it in my basement. I, it's it's I a wild one. I mean, that and the eight-player X-Men are the two, like, pinnacles of... Oh, or was it eight players or six players? I liked the... The Simpsons is is tier S fucking arcade. And my I want to say my second... Six. Probably, I put that at tier S, and then at tier A is probably um, uh, Tekken. And there was a Western side scroller arcade that i think it was like two player and there you could like there are all these like bandits on a train in in different houses that one i liked they didn't have any arcades near us but i remember there was a restaurant that had it that my parents uh or my grandparents took me to on occasion bandits arcade western i I don't i can't remember what it was called i'd have to 
Sia Arcade. Sunset Riders, maybe? Arcade Cabinet Western. It was like a cowboy. Yeah, I think I think you're thinking of Sunset Riders. It's a fucking great game. I remember that game. Yeah, it, it's uh, it's fucking. I miss arcades. Actually, well, we'll have a. Um, oh, this was at. They had this at Hobo. Um, Sunset Riders. Did they have that? Yeah. Nice. That's, um, yeah, Hobo is uh, good. Will uh, Eric and I want to go to uh, Round One sometime soon? Oh yeah, Round One's great. They've uh, they've kind of changed it more to be more focused on crane games though. Yeah, last Sunset time I Riders. Yeah. Did they change? Because um, I still have my card from the last time we went there. You're gonna have to get a new card, probably. Ah, uh, yeah, it's we'll also probably expired. That's actually um, true. So, uh, the um, the six player X Men machine. It wasn't eight players. It was six players. There apparently were only six hundred made of them. What? Of the six player X Men machine? Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, only six hundred got made, which is wild. Because they had it at Wooden Wheels, which is even wilder to me that Wooden Wheels had it. One a local skating rink, by the way, roller yeah. skating rink. Um, had a, a six-player X Men cabinet, which yeah. is oh, there's a uh, there's a four-player one that was reproduction that was made by uh, um, what you call it, uh, Arcade One Up. Oh, that's fun. So if, if it comes with the razor and like a chair. So if you want to get that, yeah. that's your option. Actually, there's a bowling... I'm just thinking about things that I haven't done in a while that seem fun. So I want to go to round one. And I also want to get some people together because there's a bowling alley near me, mm -hmm. Patel's. But they have a huge laser tag arena inside. And I just want to play adult laser tag. I mean, basically, that's what bowling alleys have become. Is 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 laser tag arenas. Well, it's, and, it's like they have pro tournaments there. There's like leagues and shit that go there. And then there's just also a small arcade and a, a, a way too big for the amount of the building it takes up uh, a laser tag arena. <laughs> John's making a face. Uh, uh, so I'm on I'm on arcade one up and yeah. it's just kind of bonkers the kinds of shit that they have on here now. You can buy time, a time crisis cabinet on here for seven hundred dollars. What? It's small, but you can still buy one. I want a full size, maybe not like not CRT screen full size, but like you know what I mean. Arcade. Uh, the, you could get Mortal I Kombat mean, two for four hundred bucks. But I think I'm fine I, with the build it yourself too. I think I think for the uh, uh, whatchamacallit, um, if you're talking about like like time crisis, yeah, in the the full cabinet, you're probably gonna need to get the uh, um, you're probably gonna need to get the uh, uh, what's the word um, CRT because the way that the like light gun works. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Like the old, um, like Doc Hunt that I had would yeah. only work on a CRT that had because it the, mm -hmm. or you'd have to like get a separate IR sensor maybe. Yeah, pretty much, and you'd have to have a specific. Uh, well, it's complicated, but yeah. That's um, I'm on gameroomsolutions.com. Oh man, oh man. If I didn't have a wife and kids, my basement would be an arcade. Looking at the pr the the price for a lot of these is more reasonable than buying like a legacy cabinet that's like a collectible if you get into non-collectibles it's not insane 
if you were yeah. a single person. That's yeah. a big caveat. <laughs> yes. Yes. If if you uh, were a single person who's willing to just do the thing. Yeah, and I, absolutely. Because some of these kits are like... Two, or they're just two... They're less... They're, they're less than two weeks of daycare. That's wild. They're like a full kit to build your own arcade machine is is one in a third weeks of daycare. I'm I'm glad that I have decided not to. It's wild. Like there's what you th- and, and I did an estimated cost in my head. But you really don't know true cost until it actually comes because there's a lot mm-hmm. of variables. Holy fuck. Oh, boy. <clears throat> anyway, we didn't get derailed by anything at all. Let me find my place in the episode copy. Um, oh. We got here from we got here from Devil's Piss is Cold, we got, by yeah, the we, way. Yeah, yeah. Our, we connect some dots that are not too close sometimes. Nonlinear. Um, and nothing but footprints... Or sorry, and they found nothing but footprints and a dog sniffing the place. After the Silvas relayed their tale to their family and friends, rumor began to spread throughout the city regarding UFO sightings and alien creatures being abducted by military forces. Two days later, another creature was allegedly found laying along the road. Three military trucks were supposedly sent to retrieve it. A similar sighting was reported at the local zoo by its janitor. In the following months... Three animals mysteriously died. So, I, I love I love the local zoo one because I'm just imagining like a chimpanzee got out of its cage. Oh, I just like tore three rabbits apart. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Chimpanzees are horrifying. Chimp, they're horrifying. That and um, uh, which ones? What's the broader? word for like monk monk or monkey which one cover like monkeys and apes pri whatever primates primates don't throw their feces that's only observed in captivity yeah that makes sense a thing they do because they hate being in cages yeah because they're you know fully functioning thinking (laughs) creatures creatures. They're, they're like fully autonomous creatures that are like yeah this sucks. Stop paying money to come look at me having a shitty life. Take this, and they just throw the caca. <laughs> I mean, some. I feel like some animals probably benefit or just like, yeah, fuck this. I love this. But I, like, they're sure, there are animals that have like declining populations, and for whatever reasons, like, it's harder for them because whatever predators or whatever they'll 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 benefit or the species could benefit from having being in an area where like. They can sustain a breeding population and and um, don't have to worry about predators, but there's also a lot of other animals that um like probably they hate it and uh, I think orcas just got so pissed off about being in captivity they started sinking yachts like that's that that's their payback. <laughs> well, they they probably communicated with one another. The ones in in captivity were probably like, "Hey, fuck some shit up." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like Limp Biscuit at a uh, at uh, uh, Woodstock break stuff. Yeah, <laughs> did they do that? That's that's what at caused Woodstock, Woodstock ninety ninety nine. The was second it? one or, that was like 
No, oh, it's the third traffic? one. The third one, okay. Yeah, the one that was in like upstate New York. Yeah. Well, all of them, according to some people, would be upstate New York. But when I say upstate New York, I mean fucking upstate New York. They're all relatively close. Woodstock 99. It's yeah. uh, when when the break stuff, when Limp Biscuit played break stuff, Yeah. they lost, everyone lost their shit and it turned into a riot. That's fucking awesome. Not really. I, have you not seen the the have you not seen the the woods any woodstock 99 like documentaries no. it was in rome yeah. i don't even know where that is it wasn't good a Wood lot stuff. of a lot of bad things happened to a lot of people oh um like, it's not cool if there's personal injury but like if you're at a rock show and like some mild property damage that's kind of red um, if not, if there's like bodily harm, not cool. Oh, Kid Rock sucks. I mean, yeah. Uh, well, I'm reading, I'm reading some notable moments, and one of the notable moments was when Kid Rock launched into a brief tirade about the then president Bill Clinton scandal scandal with Monica Lewinsky, uh, claiming Monica Lewinsky is a fucking hoe and Bill Clinton is a goddamn pimp. Keep in mind, Monica Lewinsky at the time of it was like in her 20s right yeah she was a child like like relative to to clinton she was a child i don't understand yeah. why anyone gave her gave her shit for it it makes no goddamn I, sense uh, I, because like tar i think they're just like targeting the ladies because like people don't like ladies sometimes that's true because because that, that's really like an abuse of power and, and like this is it's like if louis ck did a little bit more and his yeah. thing was also abusing his position of power for it's whatever <clears throat> anyway if you want to see what like a red rock show is uh look up end it live the the band is called end it and they have a song called end it they end their shows on and they're like a, a new york hardcore band and the the lead singer's got a, a cool uh voice but the, all their shows look like they're a blast to to like observe because like they let people just be up on stage and it, oh, it's cool nobody gets hurt too and there's also like it, it's a hardcore show everyone knows what they're getting into and, and how to take care of everyone anyway unlike um, uh woodstock 99 where unlike three people woodstock, died oh three people died three people outright died yeah jesus no i feel like bands now unless you're travis scott like know how to handle a situation like even like slipknot there's lots of like videos of them playing concert and they're like fucking they even in other bands they're like stop the fucking show get away from that person like they're they're not like what you're doing is not cool and they're like give space or if they see anyone get hurt they're like bring this person water and get them checked out and like they they, they you know, people stop shows and shit now for so yeah <laughs> that reminds me of a story and we can get we we'll get back to it look the Virginia yeah. thing, um, but so I have I ever told you the time about uh, the time that I went to a Streetly Manifesto concert and no. they stopped the music because oh. somebody bit someone. Oh God! And um, who bites at a oh wait? Who bites at any concert? But who bites at a Streetlight concert? Well, well, Toke is he stops and he's like, you don't bite someone at a streetlight manifesto <laughs> concert where was this at the the uh, venue that used to be not too far from me uh no this nope. is at the venue that used to be named after northern lights gotcha all right <laughs> oh i watched the um steve-o's new um 
uh, movie that just came out, and uh, three people fainted <laughs> during watching his stunts. <laughs> like, in the theater that you were in? No, I watched it streaming. I didn't actually go and leave the uh, house. But I, I watched it streaming, and, like, they called medics three. One dude ate shit because he fell forward onto his face. Oh, no. It's fucking rad. Um, he does, uh, one guy passed out at the vasectomy Olympics, where he gets a vasectomy and then, like, rides a bull and, like, does all the things that they say don't do. Someone passed out that. Someone passed out at, um... They injected him with what? Um, what are they when you're giving birth to make like make your legs stop working? Oh, um, whatever that. I, I should no. They gave him that while he was riding a bicycle. He did, he, did a, he did a bunch of cool stuff. He jacked off as he jumped out of a plane. Yeah, it was an epidural. Yeah, yeah. They gave him an epidural, which didn't work. Hmm. He just kept riding in circles and getting pissed off that his legs still worked. Uh, oh, Erica can hear what I'm saying because she just texted me epidural. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, let's we don't get on tangents much ever. That being said, my um, sorry, I skipped forward. Uh, three animals mysteriously died. Jesus, how'd we get from that to epidurals? UFOlogist Roger Lear wrote a book called UFO Crash in Brazil that included interviews from people who claimed two creatures were taken to a clinic before being removed by military personnel. And that being said, my primary source for this episode will be UFO Crash in Brazil, a genuine crash with surviving ETs published in 2005 by Roger K. Lear, which is this book right here i've still got some ta- bookmarks in it because there's some other stuff i want to check out wait wait can you can you oh zoom all in. right so so i'm looking at the photo and there's like two weird looking aliens and they're like one of them's holding the other one and they're like running uh yeah. but when i first saw it i thought it was alf <laughs> that's fair that's very fair that's um i mean it's he clearly like I'll say went to Fiverr for this cover art, <laughs> if you know what I if. mean. Well, I mean, that's a very clearly self-published book. Yeah, yeah. Like, like it's got all the, the hallmarks of self-published. It's it's a, like, monochromatic uh, border. The art is, like, weird and, like, clearly was purchased for, like, 20 bucks. Oh, you mean this isn't a, from Penguin House? This isn't a Penguin House pu- fucking publication? No, no, no. Yes, actually it is. That's that's uh, they're an indie pub now. Published by the Book Tree, and it lists their PO box. That's uh, cool. I'm sure it's a house where you just submit what you want, and they'll distribute for you. Um, I haven't looked into it, but that's my guess. Um, so, as a quick note on the author, he's a podiatric surgeon, which is a foot doctor and ufologist. So by I'm saying doctor to give him credit because he went through medical school and did, like, that's, he's a fucking doctor. But he doesn't specify which kind, and I don't know if this is necessarily intentional, but it might be a little bit misleading, assuming that he's a doctor of some kind of physics or aerospace or something that would give him more credibility in the field he's interested in or publishing the book about. He's a foot guy. He likes feet. Sometimes he kisses them. Um... 
Yeah, he's a pedi- pedi- pediatric surgeon, so he'd have to have a medical degree. So, no, he's um, legit real. He's a medical yeah. doctor, but he's not like fucking I, Neil deGrasse Tyson or whatever. I'm so excited for when I finish my PhD and I can just like be Doctor um, John. I can just like do shit. Wait, he qualified as a podiatrist. I don't think he's an a doctor. Oh, is he not? Or is he it says he qualified as a podiatrist. That Our doesn't pl- mean you're... He, he graduated with a bachelor's degree in science in 1961, and in 1964, he qualified as a podiatrist. That doesn't seem like enough time to me to get a doctor, an MD. Is How many years was that? Four years. It, it, Four years? To, three years to, to, to qualify as a podiatrist. But why does it say he's a surgeon then? Because that's not enough time... Because then, like, there's a, like, my uncle's a surgeon, and there's a lot that goes into, like, surgeoning thing. <laughs> like, there's, it's a lot of work. Well, I mean, it was also in the... Uh, 2000s? We're yeah. just, we're just letting people do that. <laughs> well, this, no, this was back in, this was back, he got his, his degree in, like, the 60s. So, who the fuck knows? Eh, Yeah. His his Wikipedia, for what it's worth, doesn't have him as a doctor, and his obituary doesn't have him as a doctor either. Oh, he died. So why is he... Because he's... I'm not just saying that. It says doctor on the cover of his book. Yeah, but... You know, I if that was self-published... Yeah, yeah. Um, so this book actually opens with the chapter on UFO hoaxes, which I won't get into, but sometime later this year I may go back into it and do an episode on just UFO hoaxes, if it seems, if I find it interesting. Um, if you're in our, di- <coughs> excuse me, if you're in our Discord, let me know if you want a, a, a UFO hoaxes, because those are fun, we did a few of those, we did the guy that was, he went and got the fire suit from the firehouse and was like, oh, I'm spooky alien. John's making a face. So he is a doctor. I found his license number. Okay. Um oh, But I found it? it on a I found it on a um a disciplinary order issued oh. against him by the Board of Pediatric Medicine, Department of Consumer Affairs, State of California on April twenty third, nineteen ninety nine. Oh god. So Didn't say what the action was for or just list that there was one. Uh I mean, this is this is a this is like a, a official document, so it like takes forever to read through it. <laughs> um, negligent acts, licensed disciplinary action. Do me a favor. Do um do control F and type in heavy breathing. <laughs> uh, basically, it looks like malpractice. Oh, oh, yeah. All right. Um, yeah. Uh, so, Varginia, in 2005, has a population of roughly 130,000 people, roughly five times that of Kingston or Poughkeepsie in New York, if you are familiar with those areas. Which, um, I mean, at this, if you're, if you're on episode 146, 47 on this podcast, I mean, you're basically familiar with it at this point. There's, if you've listened to enough episodes, there's a non-zero chance if you find one landmark we spoke about, you could probably find your way to another landmark we spoke about on your own. Probably. <laughs> um, the biggest industries are dairy and coffee production. Dr. Roger Lear included the five most common challenges to his investigation given to him by locals when he tried to go in the past. Um, and he, he did go there in person, by the way. 
One, it is too dangerous to go there because the military does not want visitors from the U.S. snooping around. Two, you won't see anything there because all the areas have been built over and are walled off from public view. Three, all people involved with the case will not talk to you because they have been intimidated by the military. Four, most people involved have moved away. And five, you won't find any physical evidence because it's all been picked up or destroyed. So, Um, okay. First. First. Uh, I'd lead with most people have moved away. Because, like, to me, that seems like the important thing, right? Yeah, the the first-hand accounts that you're going there to seek may not be there anymore. That's the first challenge. Challenge the one, the first, uh right? Because it doesn't matter if shit's been collected or walled off as much if you can get to these sources that would have been there prior to that happening. Which, I mean, by UFO hunter logic, because really... uh, primary sources when it comes to like personal account and stuff like that is uh not super uh it's and we, we've discussed reliable. it before that like like you have to take an account memories is isn't perfect and that people's perspectives aren't perfect and also they might have reasons of their own for that they might obfuscate or modify their you know what they tell you versus the true recollection. Yeah, I mean that that's I mean I barely remember this like episode and we recorded it like two months ago. So yeah, yeah, I made I wanted to make sure time went pa- past where it would still be we would have forgotten, <laughs> but I wanted to get to it, <clears throat> and I I want to get around to writing some more. Um, I want to get a few more books, and, and this is going to be a multi-parter, so it should give me time to try to find some interesting other topics. Um, and we've done Aliens in a while. We just did Dinos, so so this seems like it, it's a fun... Keep, keep, keep lot, Lots of variety. Um, not enough dinosaurs, in my opinion. But. Not enough dinosaurs. I think people would like it if you stayed in your dino vein. People seem to uh, enjoy that. Lots of dino talk on the Discord server. Hmm. I mean, uh, dinosaurs are cool. Yeah, dinosaurs are cool. I got uh, a dinosaur on my desk right here. It's a Pachycephalosaurus. Hell yeah! Look at that helmet. I love this thing. It's a. It's one of the the Jurassic Park ones. <laughs> it's yeah. Oh, I, was, I almost made a circumcision joke about his head. Um, he wasn't. He whoa no he wasn't. Uh, Roger also brought his optometrist friend Phil Serens along, who is also a photographer. They had a pleasant flight and were met at the airport um, where they landed by a local UFO investigation group who also knew the staff of the hotel they were staying at and the mayor. Not that they knew the mayor. I think the mayor also, like, was there. Um, To make short of things, someone's son was a contractor and said he would make sure they they could see the buildings and uh, other people said they would do their best to make witnesses be available for interviews on camera, which is important. He's actually recording interviews on camera. Um, and these things essentially clearing out most of the previously stated concerns that he had. Um, so he has people basically clearing out all of his challenges. Uh, except for the, you know, people have moved away uh, yeah, one. Except for people have moved away. Also, um, I'm confused about the building stuff because, like, I'm looking through, like, I'm review. I was just reviewing what we've talked about already. So and- it sounds like he he has a contractor who has the ability to give him access to buildings that he wouldn't usually be able to get into because they might be 
if you're not working on them, you're not allowed in type of deal. But like, I'm trying to give him the the best benefit of the doubt. But of like, I can. why? The, nothing in the store. Like, people just saw stuff at this. Yeah, point nothing in the, story. in the story says anything about like, and they were in this building. Like that's, um. Yeah, actually, now that you bring that up, it, it seems I, like I'm so confused as to why that even matters. Um, yeah, and uh, the very next day, they would head to uh, Ubira Jara's Institute for UFO Ufological Research. Um, before we dive into the investigation, let's see what news was making its way to the U.S., and this is from the Wall Street Journal. Tale of Stinky Extraterrestrial Stirs Up UFO Crowd in Brazil by uh, Matt Moffat, uh, staff reporter of the Wall Street Journal. Um, from June 28th, 1996. Help Brazil, the, the incident that made the town a hot spot in the intergalactical search for intelligent life, cited... Uh, started quite recently. On Saturday afternoon's uh, stroll in January, a trio of young women decided to take a shortcut home through a vacant lot. A clump of weeds, they said, oh, sorry, in a clump of weeds, the three said, they encountered a creature like nothing they'd ever seen before. It wasn't a man or an animal. It wasn't, it was something different, said the women, Katia Andre. Um, uh, the being had oily brown skin and rubbery limbs. Uh, she said three rounded protrusions sprouted uh, from its oversized head. Standing out in a different way was the creature's odor. One ghastly whiff weakened the knees. As for the stranger's demeanor, the women unanimous, unanimously, if tactlessly, agreed it was muddle-headed. Uh, when the creature wagged its big noggin dizzily in their direction, the three women ran off. I, I love that there's a Wall Street Journal uh, article that has the phrase, when the creature wagged its big noggin dizzily in their direction, the three women uh, ran off. I mean, this guy knows how many words he's got to cover to uh, to get the the paycheck. I mean, he's probably he's probably paid by the word. Like, let's be real. Yeah. Right? Like, like this is... We got we to gotta consider the fact that, like... You know, sometimes, sometimes people are paid by the word and, you know, you get you gotta, paid by the word. You've got bills. Yeah. You got bills yeah. to pay, right? You got bills. Um, what does muddled headed mean in the like visual context? I don't know. And he called it tactless. Uh, muddle headed. Like, like I the way what... I think of that is confused. Mentally right? disorganized or confused. Yeah. Oh, it like it was confused. Why is that tactless? It looked confused. That's not tactless to me. That's just like a statement it's of tactless like, because tactless is getting an extra ten cents. Fair, <laughs> fair, but still, uh, <laughs> actually, it's getting them twenty cents. They're paid ten cents a word. Uh, yep. Because they yep. said if tactlessly. Yep. Um, yep. you know, you got. Gotta watch out for them, the, the, the ifs and the thes and the ats and the all the oh. little filler words. Hell um, yeah. That's how you're gonna make your buck. Uh, I, I also, uh, this gives me very um, Dover Demon vibes. It does. It absolutely does. Right? Um, which we haven't talked about in a very long time. And since the Dover Demon episode. Which, which was, was like our first, like in our first 10 or something. Yeah. Um, 
So word of this encounter spreading rapidly through the coffee bars where Varghini's 120,000 inhabitants trade gossip would soon meld in the public Im imagination with other unusual occurrences. Sightings of a strange... Also, I don't know where he got 120,000 because I got 130,000 and I tend to go to um, census records. Um, Maybe it was 120 and 96. Oh, true, because that, that, that's after. Um right like uh i can yeah. i can look it up but you keep going all right uh setting of a strange cigar-shaped flying object a mustering of troops and vehicles at nearby infantry bases and a peculiar bustle at the municipal hospital goaded by a self-styled ufo savant in the ravenous national media residents rather matter-of-factly embrace the stupefying conclusion Several aliens from a wayward spaceship had been captured and brutalized by troops from the Brazilian army. Um, why did they arrive? Like, I'm, I'm really curious as to, like, where that conclusion came from. I don't know. Right, like, kind of, kind of confusing. Not gonna yeah. lie. Uh, creature feature. Bristling denials from the military, which once compiled a lengthy record of abuses against the terrestrial population, have only served to infame, inflame public suspicion. The upshot, the army and now famous space aliens find themselves locked in a pitch battle for the hearts and the minds of the provincial community. Daltish and melodious, though these space celebrities might be, this guy's definitely getting fucking paid by the fucking world. 100%. 100%. Well, also, it's the Wall Street Journal, so they have yeah. to use, like, like, language that is like almost deliberately obtuse yeah. right like i mean daltish and malodorous are not like that weird of words right but like it it's the it's the wall street journal they they yeah. it's it's classism 101 yeah um these best celebrities uh, might be mere men in uniform are proving no match for the first creatures of any form for Guinea to land on a national magazine cover for extraterrestrial. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's no chance. First of all, because like there's animals from Brazil that are in Barquinha, right? Yeah. So they got like lots of animals. They got they got lots of animals around there. Some of those animals surely ended up on a cover of like National Geographic or some shit. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Fucking... I mean, I know what they're saying. I'm just being purposely obtuse because yeah. this makes no fucking sense to me. Right? Yeah. Like, I... also, um, I looked it up. It looks like it was 1,000 in 96, potentially. So, 1,000 to 130. split 100,000 to 130. Yeah, all right. Um, but, uh, yeah, I... I'm really curious as to, like... Like, I mean, it makes sense that the military would be like, no, we're not fucking doing anything because people are like, hey, are you guys doing something? Right. Um, the answer like, will always be no. Yeah. I mean, it, it's what you would expect, first of all. Like, yeah. And like, also, I don't know. It just I there's so many other places in Brazil that you could have done something that have no people. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, like, that's true. You don't just pick like, a city to do shady shit, right? Yeah. Like, why would you pick a, a town that has... Like, I... 
120,000, not that much, but still not insignificant. That's enough people to notice something. Yeah. Right? Like, why would you do it in a city? Yeah. You, like, right? You, yeah. The, the black sites are a thing for a reason, because you can be sneaky. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just really struggling here with trying to understand what what they have to gain from uh doing this like op in fucking you know not much now if, Kingston. You, if, if you're if, if you have if your primary export or one of them is like dairy i mean they're gonna make a thing there's not a lot going on i imagine so like they, you know it, it, it'll be entertaining to to speculate at what could be going on you know versus like you know talking about the latest ways to automate giving cows blowjobs or however milk is made. Um, it's blowjobs. It's blowjobs? Yeah. That's what I thought. Um, for extraterrestrials, they might may not be much, but they are the biggest thing we've ever had in Varginia, says a, a woman named Nilda, scanning the nighttime sky with a friend on a downtown park bench. He had armed for had armed for his fucking words had armed forces not interfered she says locals might have scrubbed the visitors to <laughs> taught them language the language and some made something of them but they never had a chance nilda says with a sigh her anger at the military's alleged inhospitality sparked a tiff with her boyfriend a private in the infantry so what? she's like we could have taught them portuguese and they could have come worked on the farm we could have used them. Yeah. <laughs> if their skin is someone, oily, you won't need to use the lube. Someone has to give them a blowjob. <laughs> and it's not going to be me this year. Who knows how many mouths they had. You could have one for each each of the four penises. Yeah. Yeah. Is that what we're calling udders now? Penises? Yeah, well, cows have four penises. Yeah, that come out man. Of that would be sack. weird. That would be fucking wild to watch them, mate. Holy shit! One cow, three. One bull, three cows. <laughs> like all, all the mates are doing handstands, and the other cows on like finds a hill to try to jump on top. And <laughs> it's complicated. Okay, it's, it's very complex. There's it takes a lot, a of, lot of effort. There's a lot of complicated geometry that has to be solved. Mm-hmm. Uh, mystic point. The army finds itself b- besieged on several fronts. A local mystic predicts that the Virginia will suffer some kind of cataclysm this September as rep- retribu- retribution for its blitzkrieg of the interplanetary visitors. Holy shit. And Armed so. Forces News Conference um, is marking Victory Day in World War II. Degenerated into a shouting match between a general and a television reporter pressing him about extraterrestrials. An official briefing, uh, to, to holy shit, this goes on forever. <laughs> oh, so I looked it up, nothing yeah. happened. Uh, nothing happened in September, yeah. Just, just, uh, just to get, get ahead of that one, yeah. Uh, nothing happened, so you know. Yeah. Um, to some extent, the army is paying for past sins. During an oppressive 20-year dictatorship ending in 1985, the Brazilian military eliminated any number of earthbound political enemies by disappearing them. 
If the army was capable of liquidating human beings without a trace, locals ask, why wouldn't it carry out such a dirty war to outer space? Um, I mean, I will say, the the reasoning's there. Yeah. yeah. Right? Like, I can't, I can't argue with it, because, like... It's there. Yeah. Yeah, like the, the yeah. Like 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 it's it's not the the biggest leap, right? No, they they've yeah, it's not really that much of a leap at all. Um in truth, the current cash-strapped incarnation of Brazil's army poses little threat to anyone, least of all an enemy that might have ray guns. In some training exercises, Brazilian troops have been reduced to pointing their rifles and shouting "bang" in order to save ammo. And, and so that's that's <laughs> yeah, that's about right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really great for confirming your accuracy. Um, bang, bang, bang! Oh, fucking nailed it every time. I'm the best. Uh-huh. It, we're we're going on uh we're going on cops and robbers rules now. If I had bullets, I would have split them like Robin Hood's arrows. Just trust me. You heard how he said "bang." I couldn't uh-huh. have missed. No, um, not a, not a chance. Also, army- I had a shield. Yeah, I had a shield. Right. So you, even though you shot me, it hit my shield. <laughs> so I'm fine. There's just fucking. Private Dale sprinting through through the firing range, going magic missile, magic missile, magic missile. <laughs> Basically, yeah. I mean that checks out. I I can't argue with that. There's no evidence to the contrary, as far as I can see it. Ray of Frost, you can't catch me now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I tried to cast revive on him, but uh, <laughs> well, the lieutenant's accuracy was there what you failed to realize was that i cast sanctuary on him and that's a concentration spell so since i haven't sustained any damage in that time uh he actually doesn't take any damage god that the loud noise kind of broke his concentration therefore oh well, i don't need to explain this to you <laughs> well lieutenant davidson a he ball tapped uh, David, and that broke his concentration. So really, the sanctuary wasn't sustained. <laughs> oh God! I mean, sometimes uh, military folks are the biggest nerds, you know, too, when it comes to shit like this. Yeah. So, like, I can totally see that. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. Um, at the army base near Varginha. An inquiry concerning the extraterrestrials is received warily by a private who it turns over to a sergeant, then passes it along to a major. From there, the matter is sent back down to another sergeant who hands the question over to Captain Eduardo Calza, the outfit side sack spokesman. You know, I used to get calls about the base talent show, he says. (laughs) That's a mood. (laughs) <laughs> right like yeah. that man that man has a whole ass mood right there is what that is it's like he's just sad <sighs> you know i used to actually just like get things that were he's... relevant to my job uh he's just fucking eeyore in a military outfit not much of a lieutenant <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, so Captain Calza says he can't vouch for what the three women saw in January, but the activity on the base that fateful weekend, he insists, was anything but otherworldly. Let, let me try to... New inductees to a training sergeant's training school went on a parade, and a truck convoy was driven to the repair shop, currently at the town hospital. Trucks delivered new cardiovascular equipment, and an ambulance dropped off an exhumed corpse. A human body, officials and so like that. That's gotta be... He's just... Oh. oh. That, that man is exhausted. Yeah. Right? Like... <laughs> There's there's no question. He is done. Right? His his like he's just like, no, fuck. I, I hate everything. Why does this exist? Why is reality? Why are you doing this to me? Please stop. He's when they are doing live fire uh training exercises, he, he just casually walks he walks downrange casually because it's closer to the coffee and he's not gonna go around. <laughs> Listen, I am not taking any extra steps. Yeah. Listen, he's sad, but he's the most efficient. He has no fear. He's the perfect soldier. Yeah. Well, actually, did you are you aware of the um the the Mad Piper from World War II? No. There was a um, a Scot or the Mad Scotsman. Sorry, there was a uh, a Scottish soldier on um, I want to say it was on D Day where he he's there's like there were military musicians and he was playing the bagpipes during the mm. battle, but no one not not a single German shot at him because they thought he was mental like he, they thought he was insane because he was just. In front of everybody, playing the bagpipes and just walking around in the middle of a battle. You know. So no one fucking. Because they're like, leave leave this fucking guy alone. I mean, not. What is his name? Like, like, I I don't disagree with that. If somebody is playing the bagpipes on D-Day and just walking, it's like. I don't know what that man can do. I don't believe in ghosts. You know, he's not. Like. He's not a concerned. You've got bigger problems than the bagpipes guy. Well, well he's it's like I'm not. <laughs> I I don't think I'm worried about uh, ghosts, but like for some reason, I think that man will haunt me. Sorry, I, he was a a Canadian musician who played the bagpipes. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he was uh, Bill Millen. <laughs> Oh gosh, the story story of the Mad Highland Piper of World War II. <laughs> Pipers were yeah, banned no. from the front line during World War II, two due to the high number of casualties during World War One, um, and then he uh, did it during D Day. Um, private, uh, whatever he 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 just fucking did the thing. It's pretty next level. It it is. It's full on. I'm not sure what he was contributing because I'm sure someone was just like, "What the fuck?" What like? <laughs> I mean, I I assume he just like motivated people because it's like, well, if this fucker is doing this with a bagpipe, like you know, that's true. If it like the Germans aren't because they think you're crazy, so they're leaving you alone. That might give other people around you the courage to like 
press forward because they're like, well, if this guy's not getting fucking shot, I'm not getting fucking shot. You know, that that might might have some credence. Um, yeah, I mean, it, also, it would if I was if I was like on the other side, it would demoralize me. Oh, yeah. To, that, to that's such another, a degree. Like, yeah. Like, I'd yeah. just be like, oh. They brought the fucking bagpipes guy. What the fuck? Or also, like, you're like, you're like, we can't even get the bagpipes guy. Like, I'm not gonna, I've got bigger issues, but nobody's shooting at him. Yeah, pretty I much. It's yeah. just like, how is he still? What? What is? It's, you know, it's like they cast a confusion spell, but pretty it's much. just fucking Bill Millen, and he's also as confused to why he's not getting shot either. He's, it's just like, I, I, fuck, I don't know, man. It, it doesn't check out. It's like the scene from, uh, 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 whatchamacallit, uh, Emperor's New Groove, yeah. where they're like looking at the map and he's like, honestly, it doesn't add up. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> Captain Calza, uh, says he can't, oh, I already read that. Um, sure. Tell us another story, says Vittorio P- Pacini. The bearded, effusive UFO investigator at the Eye of Argenha storm. Based upon interviews with supposed witnesses, Mr. Uh, Pacini has pieced together what he considers to be a more plausible reconstruction of January's events. A small alien craft on an unknown mission over Argenha crashed near the city limits, sending its crew of smelly, spaced-out extraterrestrials ambling down about town. Subsequently, Mr. Pacini maintains uh, military death squads and camouflage fatigues hunted down the visitors, poked and prodded at the corpses at the municipal hospital, and then shipped them off to parts unknown. It's very straightforward, he says. Is it? Is it? It's, you know. Are you sure about that? Are you sure? Are you sure about that? Uh, Mr. Pacini's brand of hucksterism is characteristic of the frontier atmosphere in a town where the architecture is of the Quonaut uh, uh, Q hut, uh, the Quonset hut school, uh, and the newspaper is staffed by a lone reporter. Since the initial sighting, Mr. Pacini, a longtime UFO buff, has essentially abandoned his job as a business consultant to provide one-stop shopping for visiting journalists. I mean, you gotta respect it. Yeah. Right? Like, like, I, I have to respect it. Like, it's like the game recognized game. It's like, man, you know what? Fuck it. If you can get if you can get reporters to give you money, yeah, like fucking go for it, man. Yeah, dude. Uh, to date, Brazil's leading television magazine uh, has done three programs. Here, a two-hour nationally televised documentary on Virginia pulled in so many viewers on a recent Saturday night that it was repeated in its entirety the following weekend. Two of the women who made the initial sighting now demand $200 each for an interview. Huh. With an eye toward promoting Vaquinas, uh, city fathers are thinking of building a park in the creature's honor. Deputy Mayor Paulo uh, Vittori Ferreri says, not related to Guy Fieri. Uh, we no, would never. That's Guy Fieri. Yeah. Not. Different pronunciation. Not he changed his name to that, by the way. It was Ferry. Um, we would never have imagined that so many international organizations would take interest in cases like ours. 
Yes, Farky, you know, there is support. Uh, there is a support group known as Abductees Anonymous and a research organization called Operation Right to Know. Uh, Stanton Friedman, a Canada-based UFO expert, says Vargina has the makings of a cosmic Watergate. So I want to take a second to point out that he just made a uh, Miracle on 34th Street reference there. Wait, did he? Yeah. Yes, Vargina. Because uh, it's like, yes, yes, Virginia, there is a Santa Claus. Oh. It's a direct reference to Miracle on 34th Street. I just wanted, yeah. to, wanted, to, wanted to point that one out there. Yeah. Uh, if anything, the case may be suffering from eyewitness overkill. By Wait. now, there have been so many sightings of the creature, seven at last count, that it is unclear how all of these beings could have fit into a minivan-sized spacecraft that was spotted here in January. Okay, I gotta say. Yeah? Minivan? You could fit seven. Six, seven's easy. Seven's yeah. actually, like, the perfect what number. What it's made for. Yeah, like that's the exact number. My like every minivan that my parents had was seven, pretty much. That's like so easy. Yeah. First of all, Very I easy. mean, that being said, traveling yeah. across the galaxy less feasible because the um my my grandmother's van, the driver and passenger seat, second row driver and passenger seat, back row bench seat seven. That's mm-hmm. seven. They're made for seven. Yeah. Um so <laughs> I also want to take a second yeah. to mention Cosmic Watergate. What about this is related to what like similar to Watergate? Because like I've listened to the whole Watergate story now because it was on Behind the Bastards, and uh nothing about this like meshes with the Watergate story. And like UFOs installed microphones in a hotel to like live over your politician what like what is what is what is that like like just because watergate was like a big scandal i think he's just <clears throat> excuse me getting paid and uh, by the word and using watergate rather well, than no, the that's, word scandal no it's hyphenated. that's what that's what uh that's what what's his name said um uh stanton freedom yeah. friedman said yeah, yeah, so like he's the one who described it as Watergate. I think it's he's using it to mean the word scandal. I think I think that happens more frequently now, even that just, they don't use I it just, in the literal sense, but just the sense that it was a yeah, scandal. Yeah, because they have gate at the end of everything. Because yeah. like everything's a gate. Yeah. Yep. Basically, basically, okay. Who? What I want to know is who is the Gordon G. Liddy of. Of Varhina. I want to know who the Deep Throat is. <laughs> Fucking getting handies from El Modino in the water in the oh, parking garage. God. We'll get to him later. Uh, what a what a like! <laughs> I love that the Wikipedia article for uh, Deep Throat has parentheses Watergate. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you gotta, you gotta. It has another meaning now. Um, did, well, wait. Did that? Okay, Deep Throat was first introduced to the public on February 1974. Oh, God. So, wait a second. Wait a second. The porno Deep Throat. The predates or postdates? Predates. Yeah. Like, the public knowing about Deep 
Deep yeah. Throat. Did he name himself Deep Throat based no, on the I porn? Think, I don't think he named himself that. I think that's like code name is probably the wrong word, but I think that's a name he received, which is even funnier. And also like that's the equivalent because the porn thing predates it. That's like if you have an informant and you give him you don't want to give out his identity, so you publish him as like got got 9000 in fucking that's the same kind of <laughs> okay he was named after the pit the porno by howard simmons oh god that's that's amazing according to woodward simmons thought of the term because he felt because felt had provided information on a deep background basis sure and he didn't just think it was funny Definitely because he thought it was funny. <laughs> not also uh, Deep Throat. Not a good movie, by the way. It has some really bad uh, uh, implications regarding the actress. Yeah. Um, there was some coercion. Not good. There's, very very bad. There's. I have an informant. I'm going to call him Double Anal because of how much information he can take. <laughs> <laughs> he shall be backdoor sluts nine yeah. <laughs> I, I i wanna I, I like this reality where every um every informant is named after like a uh a porno like <laughs> imagine the informant who gets named lord of the g-strings what a wild oh, yeah what a wild time for that one my informant's two girls, one cup, because she knows her shit. <laughs> you know, I've somehow managed to never watch Two Girls, One Cup. Oh, I've seen it. I've seen I all don't know. of them. All of them? That, all of I, the I've porn? seen, like, all of the, le- like, from that time period, all the things, because I, like, I'd hear about it and it'd be like, now, I feel like I'm missing out on something if I don't hunt it down. So I yeah, see. I mean it's just poop. It's poopy. It's just the caca. I mean it's it's probably not even actual poop. Like let's be real. Uh, I believe that is because the same director. Is it? Yeah. So the same actresses show up in a lot of the same guy's films, and he does a lot of um, scat uh, scat related stuff. And I so, think like you can you can see it. He he has ones where you can like see it happen, unless they like impl- like pr- off camera put stuff up there. But then at the same time, that's still I don't know how preferable that is over the real stuff. You know? Okay, I guess it I guess it was. But um, also, <laughs> did you know that the name of that is not Two Girls One Cup? That's just you, the, the, what the title of the clip that was circulating was. I, yeah, I don't do you know, know what, what the, the real, name actually the is, though? The thing was called. No. Hungry Bitches. Oh, yeah. <laughs> also, this is super related to the episode because this was Brazil. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. True. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mr. Pacini's most tantalizing proofs are videotaped. Oh, God. Statements of young men. Okay, we're safe. In civilian clothes, even safer, who claim to be members of the military detail that disposed of the alien visitors. Um, That's what you think. There's... No, this About comes five back, minutes in. That's five minutes. Yeah, that's five minutes in. This goes back to the uh, 
the the cum extractor video that Jordan Peterson shared that was really just uh, like Matrix uh, fantasy uh, kink uh, videos. Um, I can't believe Jordan. Like I can't believe that. Like I can. I can believe. I can. It, but and it's funny all the time. It's very funny. Like it's also funny to me. Like how immediately people, someone went, "Oh no, I know that video," and just shared it. <laughs> Oh yeah, I've, I've cranked it to that all the time. Yeah, uh, that's the, one of my favorites. To just publicly be like, ah, no, it's this. Here's the link. Boom. Um, Here's a video of me cranking it. Yeah, it. <laughs> Please watch. Yes, it's on my OnlyFans. It's free though. Um, I need you to watch. It is impossible to ter- to determine the tape's authenticity. However, Mister Pacini won't reveal the men's names. He says they fare reprisals. Um, there's also a troubling lack of physical evidence unless you count descriptions of paw prints seen by one of the witnesses. The print is said to resemble that of a human hand, uh, it w- what it would look like with its palm flat, and the space opened up between the ring and pinky fingers, um, and the other three digits. Fans of the old Star Trek series may sense a stirring recognition. It looks remarkably like Mr. Spock's Vulcan salute. Um... Which, yeah, it yeah, uh, live long and uh, yeah, live long and avoid poop videos. Live long, avoid poop videos, and put out just fucking the Bilbo Baggins song. Um, he did do that, Bilbo. Yep, it's, he did do that. He did that. There, there is a period of time where um, it was very common for. Um, publishing houses to get television celebrities to do versions of songs. So there's most people of that time you can find them singing fucking something. Um, So weird. It's wild. Um, uh, Fucking something too. Yeah, William Shatner still puts out music. I have his Christmas album on limited edition vinyl that I play on my record player uh, when I, I decorate the Christmas tree. Which is um, very funny because it's got like Henry Rollins doing jingle bells and shit. It's fucking crazy. It's practically a spoken word album, I'd assume. It's, I highly recommend everyone go out and type in William Shatner, Little Drummer Boy. It's off the album Shatner Claws. And I'm pretty sure he was blackout drunk when he was doing that. Because when he hires like real professional like... Um, uh, like he had Henry Rollins, he has, um, that country guitar player, I forget who, uh, it's gonna kill me, um, he plays the Telecaster, he's got his own custom, fuck, whatever, I won't get bogged down that, he's got, uh, ZZ Top, he's got, does he have Ingve Malms? He's got, like, top class musicians, so the music's fucking on point, but then a drummer boy, you know, the, there's, it's a pretty, like, bomb, bomb, but... And then there's pa ru pa pum pa like everything's on on beat in that song. His voice he doesn't do it the same time twice, not a single time on beat. Where he can only he'll be like pa rum pa pa pum pa pum pum. It's like what the fuck? It's the most insane shit. And then he does um, his next album he published after that last year. Isn't a Christmas album, but it heavily implies that he fucked a horse. And what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has love songs to horses. Um, <clears throat> like, 
<laughs> it's fucking amazing. Um, anyway, the investigation starts with Ubi Jara uh, on film, a.k.a. Bira. Um, he, he, oh, I bumped my mic. He says uh, to foreshorten the name. Bira starts with saying the case uh, is more complex than a- one may imagine. Um, the time that had passed since the days of the actual event and that rumors had begun to circulate both in and out of the country. There's even confusion over the actual date because of conflicting eyewitness testimony. The accepted date now was January 20th. He was not present uh, because he was out of town and did not return until the 21st and immediately began receiving phone calls regarding the case. Uh, One was from a shopkeeper who had said that the girl on uh, Tapaj U.S. Street... um, had seen a strange creature or monster. He eventually found the shopkeeper and the girls and their mother and took their testimony. Um, It was only a few days after this that the other uh, famous investigator named Vittori um, Prociani joined the investigation. They found the three young girls were walking home from work, taking a shortcut through a vacant lot when they encountered a humanoid creature crouching near a concrete block wall. Um, these are the same three girls, um, from the article earlier. So I want to take a second and say yeah. this drawing. Go for it. It, it looks like the thing is taking a shit, like in a particularly difficult one. It looks like Mr. Meeseeks taking a shit. Yes. Like to the yes. T. It's fantastic. Pretty much. It, it's, I don't think there's a better way to describe it. It's that that really is what it is. It looks like Mr. Meeseeks taking a shit or someone who's very good at balloon animals made a condom look like it's taking a shit. <laughs> I, I got to say, it kind of like I can practically see the back of the thing like moving up and down. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm talking about yeah. when like a dog is going to the bathroom. Yeah. It's like that. Uh Thinking it was the devil, they ran to their homes roughly one and one-third kilometers, which is 0.83 miles away. So, not a terrible run. No, Uh, that's that's doable. They described the creature as follows. It was four to five feet tall with dark brown, greasy skin. It had a short neck with a large hairless head and a small mouth and nose and three protuberances on top of its head. Um, One uh, on top going from the front to the back, um, suggestive of horns which gave the girls the idea that it could have been the devil. Um, so are we are we sure that this isn't just like some random street punk? Um, Cuz like that sounds like a fucked up mohawk. It so it does sound like a fucked up mohawk. Um there is pretty good evidence uh, of what it could be, which we'll get to uh, very shortly. Um <clears throat> and this is we're all end part 1 since it seems a fitting place to stop. There will be another piece of context regarding this specific uh, encounter. An official military inquiry led by the Brazilian military authorities concluded in 2010 that the Silva sisters had actually come across a homeless, mentally unstable man. That's how they described it. Nicknamed Modinho, meaning covered in mud. The commander... Oh, no, it's just Modinho. Yeah. That's all muddy. It's all old muddy here. Oh, <clears throat> that reminds me two things, and then I promise this is, I can't make a promise it'll be the last tangent, but there's a new homeless person that I see every day on Route 9, um, and I've just started calling him in my head the Ragman, because he, he looks like if you ever saw like an old movie where there's like a guy who just 
he lives on his own in the woods and all his clothing is like rags but like built up so it's got like some like a layer like a thickness to it well we've talked about the ragman on this podcast but he this is like he's the i see the ragman every day he just goes up and down the street i saw him coming out of the wood once i want to know his story um and then also they 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 put near i won't say exactly where it is there's an area 9w near quick check where they fixed the road and now i call Mm -hmm. it the ghost road because i don't know what they did to the pavement but it's when you drive over that replaced section it sounds like a horde of ghosts are going like like it sounds like there's a bunch of ghosts and it comes from the frame of your car because of whatever they did like (sighs) it hits the car and i told erica and I, i said yeah they fixed the road in this portion now it just sounds like ghosts. And she's like, she goes, what? Because I, I lie a lot on purpose because I think it's funny and to see who, if people believe me. So, she Yeah, did, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know anything about that. Yeah, yeah. She, I've she, never encountered that. The last one I did that I got a lot of people going at work with is that um, I didn't know what lasagna was. And then I just had a bunch of people trying to explain las- lasagna was to me. It was like, like, out of random, like, people who I didn't say it to would come up to me. And be like, it's 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 like meat, cheese, and, so- and layers. They're like, it's like a layer cake, but it's pasta. Like, God it's, damn it, I Brandon. fucking love it. Um, I had people show me a photo of, of lasagna. Um, anyway, um, she thought it was made up. And then she was driving down 9W, and I get a phone call. And she's like, oh, my God, I know exactly. She's like, it sounds like ghosts. And I'm like, yeah, I told you. My car's like haunted. Your car's haunted. Um Anyway, the, the, it's a man named Medino covered in mud. The commander of the 24th Police Battalion Military, um, and I have a photograph here, presented photographs at a citizen, a citizen known as Medino, who is probably has some mental disability and whose physical characteristics match the description, make it likely that the, the hypothesis is that this citizen, probably being dirty due to the heavy rains recently, was seen crouching near a wall and was mistaken by the three terrified girls as the space creature. And um, if you look at the picture, it's fucking, it's it's the same. Oh, it's the, it's totally, it's totally that dude. It's just the same. It's that guy. It's just that guy. Yeah. It's just some guy. The head of official inquiry, Lieutenant Colonel Lucio Carlos Finholt Piera, fucking too many names. Um, stated that the military trucks were operating in their normal schedule that night. Um, So they see this guy, military trucks, they have a route and a schedule, as militaries do. Um, Or even just as fucking delivery drivers do. You've got a route and a schedule. Like, that's not crazy. Um, Thus, the presence of the firefighters and Jerome and uh, the parking of the army trucks in the vicinity uh, of the concierge that fucking word, whatever it is, were the, is the periodic maintenance that would be carried out um, and the departure of the ESSA vehicles were real facts incorrectly interpreted as firefighters and military participating um, with capture and later transport of the alleged creature in Campinas. Um, the military also stated that the aliens uh, supposedly having been seen in the hospital were due uh, to people seeing an expectant couple who had dwarfism. <laughs> so, there we have it. That I hate. I hate that's that last bit. 
It's, it, it's, I hate it. It's, you know, if you're going to say what's more likely, aliens or just people who have physical characteristics, you're not familiar with being in a hospital, I'd, I'd go I mean, with the latter. It, it, it's more likely. Yeah. Right? Like, I can't. <laughs> Doesn't mean I don't hate it. Yeah, yeah. And um, in part two of this, we're going to go over the interviews with the actual people that were videotaped. And this is a text summary of um, the okay. interviews. And it's also going to... I'll say I'm pretty sure you won't be a fan of his interview style. No, probably not. I mean, I'm not a fan of a lot of people's interview styles when it comes to like these types of things because nobody's been trained academically to no. do interviews. No. So they don't like do proper interviews, period. Yeah. But you'll I mean, we'll we'll see it. You'll get into it. There'll be just opening questions like do you believe these are extraterrestrials or creatures, uh, angels sent from God? And like, fucking, Good. and it's like not waiting for someone, to, and then like, it, like, solidly planting. Good, good, good. Thoughts. I'm so worthless, completely yeah. worthless. Gotcha. Got yeah, it. Got yeah, it. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, and there's a lot of presupposition. I'll say. Uh... Great. Great. Anywho. Oh, I have to update. This is a very old uh, end of episode, so let's just open. I'm just going to open up the last week's episode then. Yeah. Okay. So, um, uh, that's been our podcast. Uh, just a few bits of, like, stuff. We're going to be on vacation uh, coming up because... Of things, there's things going on. <clears throat> it's hard schedule wise, right? Because yeah. there's um, <clears throat> Thanksgiving's coming up, and there's a few different schedule conflicts. Um, yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna take a little little break. We'll be back. Be a uh, little break. Um, I might try to figure something out, but I won't commit to anything. Um, because yeah. there's gonna be several things outside of of my control. Um, to figure out and to so it's it's. There's going to be a brief, brief hiatus, uh, likely. Yeah, but we'll be back. Um, I'll probably have bit read a book about dinosaurs by then, so probably going to have a dinosaur one. Hell yeah! When we come back. Um, but yeah, so if you enjoyed the podcast, be sure to to check out our website at cryptopediacast.com. Our Instagram is cryptopediacast. Our Twitter is cryptopediacast as well. Our email is cryptopediacast at gmail.com. Um, we have some Patreons, and I think I'll thank them because I haven't thanked them in a while. Uh, so we have some Jackalopes. We've got Will Smith, Bushcraft Kelso, Lenwood S. Sharp, Bird Schneider, Marty Von Party, and of course, Clay Sinclair. Hell yeah. Oh, shouts out Bushcraft Kelso for, um, recommended something. Uh, I told you what I, what I got for, for, yeah. uh, Erica's Christmas gift. I'm not saying it out loud right now because I'm sure she can hear me. Uh, yeah. But it was, I'm very excited for that thing to come in because uh, uh, um, it seems like it's going to be a good time. It seems fun. And it's something I haven't heard of existing in that manner um, prior to that. So it's it's kind of pretty rare. Yeah, random. I haven't heard anything like that either, to be totally honest. Yeah. I mean, you can say what it is because she can't hear you. Yeah, but I'm not going to. Okay. <laughs> Fair. 
<laughs> everyone, everyone has to guess. Everyone, everyone has to guess. Um, yeah, no one's allowed to know. Yeah, everyone you but Kelso, post what you think it is in the Discord and I'll send you a mug. I don't know, socks, you want a shirt? <laughs> you're, you're committing if to, you guess to what some... To you're making joke. some commitments. I know, no one's going to guess it. But also, like, nothing, none of that stuff's expensive. <laughs> Anywho, if you enjoyed the podcast, be sure to rate, review, all that good stuff. Um, and if you have any monster requests or stories, send them in. We're always looking. Uh, also, Brandon mentioned our merch. We do have a merch store, uh, etsy.com slash shop slash Cryptopedia merch. Um, it's just kind of like some dropship designs, really. Uh-oh. There's, well, they're, uh... None of the designs are visible. They're not visible. Do I yeah. have to do something? Huh. What happened? Yeah, I don't know. I'll have to look into, uh... Nothing to see here yet. Was there an update? I don't know. Or did the link to my thing break? Well, I'll have to look into that. I suspect the link between Etsy and the, um... My Shopify account might have broken. Looks like it. Yeah. Well, I have to yeah. look into that. Well, then you know what? If you want, if you want merch, fuck you. Pretty much. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. You can get fucked. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's that's what we're telling you. That's that's what we're telling you. I'm not trying to figure out what I did to break the link. No, I I'll I'll, I'll look into it after I I get a little bit of time. Um, you could find me on Instagram at donkey underscore hands. My website is boyerb.com. My email is brandon at cryptopedicast.com. And my ex is at Crypto Brandon. Yeah, I refuse to call I it that. I said it. I said it. I refuse to call it that. Uh, I'm on Instagram at me2057. My Twitter is at jfdunham. My website is johndunhamgames.com. And my email is john at cryptopedicast.com. Our art was done by Tom Hill. You could find him on Instagram at Thomas Michael Hill. His website is greatergloryco.com. His other website is tommikehill.com. His email is tommikehill at gmail.com. And if you all just want, fucking check it out. He does cool art. And if you like that style, very reasonable. Talk to him. He'll, he'll, he'll hook you up. And he does good stuff. He's, um, uh, you see his stuff all the time if you follow, like, the Always Sunny off-season um, mm -hmm. stuff. That's all tommy for their like posters and live shows and and their artwork for their their podcast and yeah what like actual actual real people yeah not not us i'm not a real person no we we exist outside of the continuum continuum of time i definitely do <laughs> you absolutely do um anywho as always i'm john i'm brandon uh and things are gonna get weird yeah.